It was a double date. Elaine and Angel, Jessica and George. Jessica had agreed to meet this George under one condition. If he's ugly, bring me home at ten, she said. The evening of January 23, 1988, Lourdes sat by the window, gazing down over Tremont. George pulled up in a car that was like the ocean, Lourdes said. He saluted her through the sunroof of a charcoal gray Mercedes-Benz 190. Jessica took one look at him and rescinded her curfew. He was so handsome that she was willing to surrender the next day or two. George's black leather cap matched the black leather trench coat. He'd cropped his dark brown hair close and kept his goatee neatly trimmed. His brown eyes were intent. Like her daughter, Lourdes recognized an opportunity when she saw one. But Lourdes was experienced enough to make a bid for something more reliable than love. Suddenly, she suddenly remembered she could not babysit. George understood the cue. He gave Lourdes some high-quality cocaine and $1,000. It wasn't the first time he'd heard a defensive response like hers, baby, you can keep my daughter out all night. She just sold her to me for $1,000, George later said. I could have been a serial killer and sliced her up, and she just sold her to me for $1,000. $1,000 was nothing to George. At the time that he and Jessica met, his heroin business grossed over $500,000 a week. Lourdes's recollection of meeting boy George did not include this unmatronly trade-off. But she did recall having a vision whose warning she later shared with Jessica, and Jessica failed to heed. There will be a man in your life. He is from another road, a high, tight, dangerous road. And if you cannot stay on that road, you should not stay with that man. That night, however, Lourdes sniffed coke and babysat. Out in the Mercedes, George popped in a cassette of Guns N' Roses and sped off. Jessica was intrigued. George listened to rock and roll like a white boy. He liked R&B music, but the lyrics, all the whining about hardship and heartache, irritated him. George took them all to the movies, to Eddie Murphy Raw, and treated them to dinner. Then he suggested they go clubbing. Jessica had dressed conservatively. You know how when you go on a blind date, you don't really know what to wear, she later said. She asked George to stop by her mother's so she could change. When she reappeared, George asked, What happened to the girl who I went out with? You sure you're the same girl? Jessica called her club style dressing puta. Contact lenses had replaced her eyeglasses. Her hair, which had before been pulled into a bun, now fell around her neck in a soft, loose mane. She'd slipped out of the long skirt and blazer and squeezed into a pair of spandex leggings and a low-cut body blouse. She'd kicked off the plain pumps and slid on knee-high boots. He wasn't certain he liked the change, but he was impressed by her gameness. Clearly, this was a girl he could take places.